What is going up? What is going? What is going up? What's up, guys? Um, welcome to another Monday Mana. Today's going to be a little bit of a shorter video, but I wanted just to make a video on expectancy. What should we expect from God? What should we expect from the Lord in our lives? So I thought it would be kind of a cool, um, just way to really center ourselves back on the Lord to remind ourselves what we have in Christ, what we, sh we should expect of him. So with that being said, let's begin with some prayer. Oh, I love you and I praise you. Thank you for the day you've given us. I pray that we can have a blessed time of fellowship um, and learning, learning to know what we should expect from you, Lord. And um, I just pray you be with me, help me to teach this and to be with uh, me. And I thank you just for this day you've given us another day of grace, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So, here's all crazy. That's why you put on the hat, right? Um, so, expectancy. What, what can we expect from God, right? What is something that we expect from God as Christians? Now, I'm going to say all of this as a Christian. I'm a Christian, and that's what I'm going to be talking about, right? I'll go to the very end and talk about non-Christians, but this is a Christian channel. Um, what can we expect from God? Well, what we should expect from God as believers in Jesus Christ is peace. Peace is one thing, right? Peace, the gospel gives us this. In John 16, let me pull that for you. And here we see John 16, 33. These things are spoken to you that in me you may have peace. And in the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. What a beautiful thing that is. We know that as believers in Jesus Christ that we will have peace. We will have a sort of peace that is beyond understanding. A peace knowing that we are found in Christ. Knowing that the peace doesn't come from an earthly thing. Doesn't come from a material thing. Doesn't come from any sort of relationship that you have with another person. But what it comes from is Christ. And why is that? Is because he has died on the cross for our sins. We have peace in knowing that he has secured our salvation. He has secured everlasting life for us. And what a beautiful thing that is. And another thing we can expect from God is joy. Joy is something that we are given when we are believers in Christ Jesus, when we give ourselves to him. And the scripture that I thought was good for this is Isaiah 12, 13. Therefore with joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. This joy that we have in Christ is from salvation. It is from us being saved from the grips of death, being saved from the chains of hell. We are saved from sin through the finished work of Christ Jesus, how he came and died on the cross for our sins. We can find joy in that. No matter what situation we're going through, we can find joy in knowing that we are saved and we are free from sin. We are saved in Christ and have everlasting life in him. We are saved from eternal damnation. And we have joy in knowing that we will meet our creator face to face and be in everlasting communion and fellowship with him and 
what a breathtaking that thing. Thing, what a breathtaking thing that is to even think about. Another thing we have in to expect from God is grace. We have grace in Jesus Christ. Hebrew says this. Hebrew 4.16. Let me pull that up. In Hebrews 4.16, it says this. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. What is that time of need talk that's talking about? We can, as believers in Jesus Christ, come boldly to the throne of grace for the right for the forgiveness of sin that Jesus has made the way. He has tore the veil for us. He has forgiven our sins. And now there's no separation from man and God. We can boldly come to the throne of grace. No matter how much we've sinned, no matter how much we've backslidden, we can come to the Lord seeking that grace that only he can give. He has tore the veil. We can come boldly. Just think about that. Think about that believer watching this video. We can boldly come to the God of the universe and ask for grace and say, Lord, give me grace. That should give us a sense of awe and wonder every single time we even think about it. Another thing that we have to expect from God is ultimately, and I've been talking about this, but forgiveness of sins and everlasting life let me pull up the scripture for that this is a classic scripture we all know it but what a beautiful one it is for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life shall not perish but have everlasting life In Christ, we have everlasting life, unending life. And what is that everlasting life that John is talking about here? It is life in perfect communion with God. Not on this earth, but when we die, we come to Christ. Then Christ takes our sin away from us and stands in our place. Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins, and that's what I mentioned talking about that grace. We boldly come to the throne of grace and submit ourselves and gives our give ourselves to Christ that we may be forgiven. And I want to bring up another verse to just really emphasize that throughout the Bible it is replete with showing that God is quick to forgive. One beautiful thing out is let's look at that. Paul said this in Ephesians. 1, 7. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of grace. Again, without grace, we cannot have that forgiveness. God has so much grace for us. Though we sin against him, we can come boldly and say, Lord, forgive me. Make my path straight again. I submit to you. Forgive me of my sins. And I call you, Lord. I submit to you as the Lord of my life, the ruler of my life. And to have that everlasting life, that perfect communion in Christ. I think it's just a great refresher that we need to remind ourselves what we should expect from God. We shouldn't expect 
to have the perfect life with the perfect house, with tons of flowing money, with, with any of these things. We are promised these things. We are promised peace. We are promised joy. We are promised grace and forgiveness and everlasting life. Because all of these things ultimately come from Christ dying on the cross for our sins. We have peace knowing that Christ died on the cross for our sins. Knowing that no matter what we do, we can come to him with our sins. Knowing that when we die, we have that hope that we are going to go to heaven. We have joy because of the finished work of Christ. Because we know that we will be in eternal paradise with Christ when we leave this world. We have hope. We have grace. We can come to the Lord with all of our sins and problems and he gives us grace and he forgives us because of the finished work of Christ. It comes down to ultimately what Christ has done for us in our lives. He has done it in your life if you are a believer in Christ Jesus. These are the things that he promises us. And most importantly, hope. We have hope knowing that we will be with him after this life, that we will be with him with everlasting, right? That everlasting life talked about in John 3.16. And I just, we need to remind ourselves of this as believers in Christ Jesus. And I just want to say to anybody watching that's the, that is not a believer in Christ Jesus, none of this applies to you. And I'm not saying that in a beating, turn or burn sort of way. I'm telling you this, that you may come to Christ and have these things when we come to Christ, we can expect these things. But when we are not a believer in Christ Jesus, when he is not our Lord in our lives, we cannot expect any of these things. We cannot expect peace. We cannot accept joy. Expect joy. We cannot expect grace. We cannot expect forgiveness of sins and everlasting life in heaven. We can't expect those things. And so I want to plead with anybody who's watching this to give your life to Christ. Because without Christ, without Christ in your life, what can you expect? You can expect hardship, troubles, hopelessness. You can expect uneasiness. You can expect shamefulness. You can expect condemnation. You can expect holding your sins upon yourself. And you can expect eternal damnation and dying and going to hell. That's what you can expect. And I say this earnestly to plead to tell you to come to Christ so that you can expect what I was just talking about. What you can expect is peace, is joy, is grace, the forgiveness of sins and everlasting life, to be in communion with your creator, to be with the one that loved you before the earth was even formed, to be with the one that loved you when nobody else did, to be with the one that will never leave you or forsake you, to be with that one. That's what I plead you to do. So I, I just encourage and plead any unbeliever watching this video to come to Christ 
there's no better time than now. Our lives are not guaranteed for another second, but what is guaranteed is when we're in Christ and we know that we have that hope. So I pray and plead for the unbelievers and encourage the believers uh, watching this video. Hopefully y'all enjoyed. And again, I really do plead, come to Christ that you may have everlasting life. With that being said, hopefully y'all enjoyed this. Like and subscribe if you would do so. That would be greatly appreciated. Show it to your friends that others may come to the saving salvation that is Christ Jesus died on the cross for your sins. So I say all these things and give all the glory to God, right? And again, earnestly pleased with plead with any unbeliever to come to Christ. And comment down below if you have any sort of questions or anything like that. More happy uh, than to answer them or email me. I always check my emails like all the time. With that being said, think about yourself a lot less. Think about God a whole lot more. Y'all take it easy. Thank you.